You have arrived at your destination. Resident Cartoon Junkie Brandon Jones here. Another uh, solo episode for you, you guys. Um, so, uh, you know, you guys seem to like these. Uh, at least you don't tell me to stop, and that's... I'm going to take that as uh, keep going, keep doing them. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep doing episodes because I like to put these things out weekly, and uh, even if I'm uh, low on content. But I do have some cool stuff to talk about today. Uh, it's a bit of a news day. I want to talk about the news, but I also want to talk about, uh, you know, it's just uh, not so much... Uh, changes for the website for the for the for the podcast, but things to come for the podcast. There's gonna be a lot more things that are happening, more things that are coming. Uh, no definitive plans for some things, but definitely want to want to include you guys in on what we're doing because we're coming up on the 200th episode, which is crazy. I uh, can't believe that. Uh, I have that one planned out. I know exactly what it's gonna be on. Uh, I think you guys are gonna enjoy it. It's a it's a classic favorite of mine, but I'm gonna keep it secret until it happens. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know if the episode's going to do well at all, like, uh, statistically, uh, or, uh, you know, uh, analytically, because, uh, it's, it's such a, it's a weird beast. I just don't know how popular this type, this topic is going to be for, uh, you know, a lot of the audience here, so, but, uh, maybe it'll explode, I don't know, uh, maybe because I don't really hear anybody else talking about it, so, uh, but there's your little hints, uh, for the, for the show that I'm going to, uh, do on my 200th episode, should be a good one, uh, we should have my brother on there and Adam Hicks, uh, artist Adam Hicks, who's been on the show several times prior, uh, glad to have him back on, but that'll be for the 200th episode that's coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, um, and uh, look forward to that. But what I'd like to get into now is the news. Uh, so we have a little bit of news here. Um, the abominable trailer from DreamWorks dropped. Um, I think this is actually. Um, uh, I think this is actually a. This is this is an interesting movie. Um, so it's got Chloe Bennett uh, from Agents Agents of Shield um, starring in it, and of course it's about an abominable snowman girl wants to get the abominable abominable snowman back to uh, you know the Himalayas or wherever to where the uh, the mountains are for the yet where the Yetis live, and um, uh, there's an evil businessman that wants to capture it or whatever. We've seen this plot a thousand times over, I think, with uh, with. Uh, uh, these sorts of things. Now, the the weird thing though is that um, the trailer seems very generic. It seems very boilerplate, um, and that might be deliberate. I don't know. It's hard to tell with certain things with animation with animated movies nowadays because it's like they don't want to show their hand too much anymore. Um, but DreamWorks isn't really one that's going to push the envelope with a lot of things. So I think it's going to be very by the book. Uh, it doesn't look particularly very interesting. Um, but it is, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely targeted towards, uh, a sort of Chinese audience. Uh, it's a fully Chinese cast, I believe. Um, so it's not fully, but mainly Chinese cast, um, or people of Chinese descent or Asian descent being in the, uh, acting roles and the characters are all Chinese. So, um, 
Uh, it's 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 hard to say, but it does have some nice violin music in it, and I'm cool with violin. The main girl plays violin, and violin is a cool instrument. So it's one I've always wished that I um, that I learned how to do. I could still do that, but I'm not gonna because violins are expensive. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah. So abominable trailer. It looks uh, fine. That's about as far as I'll take it. Uh, it looks just about as passable as it could possibly be. It could be really deeply amazing. I don't know. Uh, go go check it out if you want to. Take your kids. DreamWorks movie. Yada yada. Um, next up, The Final Space Season 2 is on Adult Swim. So it has moved off of TBS. Uh, Adult Swim has picked it up. And uh, you can check out Final Space Season 2 trailer, which is online right now. And, uh, you know, it looks, uh, it looks just as good as the first season, I feel. Um, first season was very uh, bold to, uh, to do a few things, you know, I'm not going to spoil, uh, things that happened in that season, but, you know, it, it, uh, it was, it was pretty good, but it premieres June 24th at 11 p.m. on Adult Swim, uh, which is a good spot for it, because the whole reason this movie, this show got made is because TBS wanted competition for Rick and Morty, which I think it's funny that they did that, they, I guess, canceled it or sold it, I'm not sure, but it got pitched back over to, it got pitched over to Adult Swim, uh, right next to its uh, comp- right next to where its competition was supposed to be, and now it'll be aiding in the uh, in the the sci-fi goofiness that is Rick and Morty. So, uh, but yeah, Olin Rogers, uh, I've been a fan of his for a long time on YouTube. Uh, he's done independent animations for a long time, and he uh, dropped this dropped this uh, this cartoon, and uh, it's been good. Uh, I, I enjoyed the first season. I'm definitely gonna check out season two. Um, and, uh, and it's got Steven Ewan, it's got, I don't know if David Tennant will be back for this one, uh, David Tennant was in season one, I don't know if he'll be back for this season or not, but the rest of the cast, I believe, is coming back for everybody. Tom Kenny is prominently in a lot of it, um, so he's always doing background characters for that, um, and main characters in certain ways, uh, so I'm sorry, I'm excited for, uh, more Tom Kenny in that as well, so, there you go, uh, that's it. Speaking of Tom Kenny, who is Heifer who I didn't know was Heifer for the longest time on Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life movie, uh, which was plugged, I want to say, three years ago as a thing that was happening with a trailer. Uh, That's finally happening this year. Uh, It's coming to Netflix, um, which is interesting. They never really said what it was going to be or, you know, what capacity it was going to be in. And um, they... it's, It's not really... I don't know. It's 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 still no date on it, um, but uh, it is happening. So who knows what's gonna happen? Uh, Rocco's gonna get his movie back. Get him get a movie. And I love Rocco's Modern Life. I don't know if this will translate as well, but uh, we'll see. Who who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen there? Um, big 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 big. Well, I'll just save that for last. Actually, big news for last. Uh, there's a lineup of new Loud House episodes coming out for this next week. Uh, and it's all, uh, featuring the Casa Grandes, so that's interesting. Uh, what I didn't know, I knew they were spinning off of the Casa Grandes, uh, on The Loud House, uh, which is a spinoff series of, uh, uh, this Hispanic family that is sort of titularly tied to the Louds. Um, uh, so now I think they're just gonna keep the title The Loud House, and it will be featuring the Casa Grandes for these Casa Grandes episodes, and then it'll be a feed-off episode, so spin-off episodes, let's say, uh, with the Casa Grandes, which is very peculiar because it's a, it's a wholly new show, like, in, in every way. Like, 
it's a new cast. Uh, the regular cast isn't on it at all. Uh, there's uh, other tertiary characters that are on this uh, show as well, whereas these were side characters, now they're the main characters, and then they have tertiary characters on there. So it's not going to be like a, as far as I can tell, there's not going to be a Casa Grande show unless this is just more building up to Casa Grandes, which I can't really tell if that's the case. I didn't do uh, any research to see if a Casa Grande show is actually coming to Nickelodeon, um, but so far I can't really find anything that shows that it's going to be a show itself. It's just going to be a sh- a spinoff. And it says a spinoff series of, 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 uh, of, yeah, of, of that. Okay. The series will premiere in October, 2019. Okay, cool. So this is, uh, just some episodes still titled Loud House, uh, to get people ready for the premiere of the new show. That makes more sense. Uh, so yeah, so four episodes coming up this week of the Loud House featuring the Casa Grandes so that you can get uh, caught up with uh, with all that. So, sounds cool. Sounds great. Uh, now for the big news. The big, big, big news. Netflix announced uh, this past week that it is going to be having a uh, Magic the Gathering anime on Netflix in, I guess, the style of, uh, let's say, the Castlevania series. Um, so anime is kind of a, you know, it's, anime to me needs to be made in Japan and have uh, flappy lip movements so you can sync it to whatever country. That's just my definition of anime, uh, but that's fine. Um, uh, but yeah, it's going to have an animated series of uh, Magic the Gathering, which is a popular card game, if you don't know what that is. Uh, but there is tons of lore uh, when it comes to Magic the Gathering. Uh, it is soaked with lore, and I am all di- di- I've all dived into it now uh, this past year. It's uh, they kind of had their big Avengers Endgame event, I would say. It was their big uh, Infinity War event uh, recently in their latest set because they have uh, lore and narrative and books tied to the uh, the card sets that come out. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy, uh, but uh, Greg Weissman, uh, creator of Gargoyles and writer of Young Justice, and uh, you know, writer of so many great animated series prior to that, actually wrote uh, the novel that was based off of War of the Spark, which was the new uh, card set, which was the final, uh, the end game style uh, uh, event. Um, which is pretty crazy. So I, I had to pick that. I was already going to pick that book up. So I went ahead and I picked it up. Uh, anyway, when I heard that Greg Weissman was doing it, I, d- I double time picked it up because I needed to see Greg Weissman write something again. Um, and it was a good book. So, uh, so the Russo brothers are going to be doing a, it's a passion project of theirs. They're big, apparently they're big old, they're big old magic fans and they wanted to do this, uh, for some time. I remember them saying in an interview that they would have wanted to do something with that. Um, uh, but uh, there's no word yet as to any studios that are picking up the animation or producers or, you know, no 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 word on voice cast, uh, but we just have, uh, you know, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, okay, so who will oversee it? Sorry. Um, uh, there'll be some overseers for this thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Henry Gilroy will be involved, so Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, uh, Jose Molina, uh, from the Tick and Agent Carter, uh, they'll be doing some script writing, um, which is pretty cool. Um, so you know uh, that'll be good. Um, but no, no word on the casting yet, obviously, or who's doing, who's you know taking up the production and everything like that. So uh, let's hope, uh, let's hope they grab Studio Mir. Studio Mir's been doing good work, so grab them to do, uh, to do the Magic the Gathering anime. 
uh, or the guys that do the, actually, I, I really would like to see the guys that do the Castlevania series. I think that'd be kind of amazing. So, uh, cause they do have, they have a real, uh, they have a real penchant for, for fantasy style, uh, uh, scenes and everything. So I think that'd be kind of cool if they picked it up, but, um, yeah, so it'd be pretty cool. The, 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 the preview poster has an awesome picture of Chandra Nalar, who is, uh, one of the characters of Firemancer in that world. So, uh, it'll be pretty cool to see what that brings. Um, let's see here. What else do we have? I think that's it for news, pretty much. Um, so I want to talk about uh, some Kickstarters. Um, so, um, sadly, during the last month, or actually, uh, before that, let's go to an ad break. Go, go listen to this ad break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. John the Collector Myers here, asking if you like collectibles but hate not knowing what you're going to get. Then take some time to turn to Breaking the Seal. We have everything from pops to top-of-the-line artwork statues and bring them right to your screens. You can find us on Facebook, the DNN YouTube page, and, as always, DestinationComics.com slash DNN. And always remember, friends, break that seal. And we're back from that ad break. So, uh, basically, um, what we have here um, is, uh, uh, well, okay, so sadly, um, this past month was Anime Month, which is a great which was a great thing, had a lot of fun doing it, uh, but during that time, uh, Tales of Alethrion um, uh, put out a Kickstarter. Um, now, I've been wanting to do a Tales of Alethrion episode of the show, and this month would have been perfect to do that, to punch that out, but... Uh, sadly, it was anime, and I had to keep rolling out the anime episodes. Um, but uh, luckily, uh, even without this uh, podcast's humble help, which actually I've tweeted out about it, I, I put it on Facebook, I did I plugged this thing a lot to hopefully try and get some people over there. Um, but uh, even Ego Raptor, Rubber Ninja, guys, big animation, big indie animator guys uh, tweeted this out, uh, and it didn't look like it was going to get funded for a while there. Uh, but uh, they put out a Kickstarter for Season 2 for Tales of Alethrion, uh, Tales of Alethron, if you don't know, just Google search The Reward, um, and it'll be the first video that comes up. It's an animated, uh, about a half, 20 minute to half hour feature, uh, just about these two guys going on an adventure for treasure and gold, and it's amazing. Uh, that spun off into a series because they got garnered a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of um, uh, hype. Uh, that spun off into a series. Their Patreon kind of skyrocketed from there to keep doing a series. Um, it was uh, it was pretty amazing, but you know, animation's expensive. You know, it's like like doing animation is hard, uh, and and especially for like a, a small team that's not a studio, that's not doesn't have the backing of you know like thirty people doing uh, going through frame by frame to everything. Uh, you know, I don't know how many guys were involved with this, but some Sun Creature Creations was not a lot of people, and they've they've rebranded to a new uh, uh, company. I think it's called Sklad. I'm not sure. It's very, it's a very Scandi name. I'm not sure how uh, how you pronounce it really. Uh, but yeah, um, if you if you ever watched the reward, the first hero, Thug's Life, Wilhelm's Curse, Traveling Deity, and Outcast Journey, they're all pretty great. And um, uh, some of them are just still. Some are fully animated. Most of them are fully animated. Some are just uh, animated stills and animatics that they weren't able to actually animate. Uh, because, you know, time constraints and, and funding and all that stuff. But uh, they weren't officially part of Season 2, the season or the Season 1. Season 1 is officially basically just the reward, the first hero, 
uh, Wilhelm's Curse, and Traveling Deity. That's the four episodes of season one, and the rest are kind of supplementary. Um, and uh, and they're, they're also good as well. Um, so definitely check those out for sure. Um, and, uh, or, or, you know, so, uh, go, go, go give them a, go give them a like, or go, go, go on their Patreon. Their Patreon is still open, uh, Tales of Elethrion, that's A-L-E-T-H-R-I-O-N. Uh, this almost didn't get backed. It was looking like it wasn't going to happen in the last, like, three days, like, people rallied together and, uh, started, you know, uh, donating to it, and it got its, uh, it got its, uh, its budget, so really happy about that. Its budget was about, was $750,000, uh, because animation is expensive, so seven hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars, or seventy five thousand dollars, I think is what it was, uh, seventy five thousand uh, dollars for that. So that was really cool um, that they hit that, and uh, I'm I'm super happy that we're getting a season two because I love season one. I love the way these guys tell stories. Seriously, go check them out because the way they tell stories is really cool. Uh, the way they spin off of each other, the way that certain characters like interact with or are interacted or affected by what other characters do it sort of like stretches over a generation like the way that this story is told like you see these characters age up they're not just sort of like contained in a bubble there's actually you know aging and growth and you get to witness it and view it and it's kind of amazing and it's really well done and uh, it's a really well lived in world with a with a with a cool aesthetic that I wasn't into at first and then I just I fell in love with it. I fell in love with how it looks. It just it's very adventure time-ish type of uh type of uh like a gritty adventure time I'd say. But uh you know, very cartoonish style. It's very cool. I absolutely love it. Uh yeah, so go check out Tales of Elethrion. Um they also dropped off on their Patreon uh users during in the last month and I think that's because of the Kickstarter. I think they said go check out the Kickstarter so people kind of dropped off the Patreon because Patreon can only do so much really especially when it comes to animation animation is just so expensive it takes like you know it, it's it's anywhere from five thousand to fifteen thousand dollars for sixty seconds for sixty seconds of animation it's ridiculous like it's so expensive to make an, to uh, to do animation but uh, now that that's out of the way uh, now that we've talked about that Kickstarter uh, let's talk about uh, this other Kickstarter, which is the thing that got me watching one of my new favorite shows uh, to watch, uh, Critical Role. So, uh, what is this tiny, dinky little podcast doing talking about uh, uh, a D&D uh, live stream podcast uh, about a bunch of nerds uh, playing uh, Dungeons & Dragons? Well... Because all these nerds are voice actors. Uh, everybody on the team, everybody on there is is uh, you know is a voice actor, which is really cool. Um, and I didn't even know that for the longest time, honestly. I, I did not know that that I've I've heard I heard of Critical Role for a long time, and I had no I, I literally had no idea that uh, that the people involved were all voice actors. I had no clue that that was the case. But, uh, you know, uh, the Dungeon Master is Matt Mercer. Uh, you might know him as McCree from uh, from uh, Overwatch. Ashley Johnson, who has done tons of stuff. Uh, she was Gwen Tennyson. She was, uh, she'll be, she'll be Tulip in uh, the new uh, Infinity Train, which is coming out this year, which is great. Uh, she's also Ellie, most notably, I guess, for most people, Ellie from 
uh, The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2 coming out, so that was kind of a big one. Uh, then we got Laura Bailey, Laura Bailey, who's done lots of anime, lots of anime uh, shows. Uh, Liam O'Brien, you, if you've seen it, if you heard an anime, or he plays Red Skull, I think, in the latest Avengers uh, series, but he's done tons of anime. If you've heard his voice, you you know, I, I think if you hear his voice, I think you know Marisha Ray, who's done lots of stuff. Uh, Sam Regal, he was Donatello in the 2003 um, TMNT and lots of other things. Uh, uh, Taliesin Jaffe, uh, he's done tons of anime as well. Uh, if you've heard his voice, I think you'd recognize it as well. And Travis Willingham, uh, he's great. Uh, Travis Willingham, of course, is Mustang, Colonel Mustang on Full Metal, and uh, he plays Thor, uh, Superman in a few cases, I think. Um, but yeah, I think uh, maybe... Uh, maybe in a Lego one. I think it's a Lego one. Matt Mercer might also be a Lego Superman. I'm not sure. Uh, but they've got two people that played Superman on there, uh, which is pretty great. But, uh, yeah, so these guys basically just play D&D in front of a camera. But that's really not all they do. Uh, you know, they these guys are actors. You know, it's like people, you know, it's like voice acting, but but they're actors. So they basically play this stuff out it's it's mainly for laugh the, the main thing you get out of it is 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 it's funny like it's it's a funny funny you're watching these guys do these things get bad roles curse at it you know they do funny goofy stuff on the side they have stupid conversations on the side but what kind of evolved out of it was just this this way of telling stories and this way of like basically improving dramatic storytelling i guess i don't know uh, but they actually do have uh, a decent amount of like, you know, like like well not scripted, but like well achieved drama in in what happens. Like when a character dies, like you might actually get some some drama out of them and the out of the out of the situation because the characters are or the actors, you know, the the players are really playing up the fact that this character just died and they're role playing along with it. And it's. They're, they're in their character, but this character just... Ah, it's, it's, it's kind of amazing the way they do it. Uh, but what they did for their Kickstarter... Uh, if you've never heard of Critical Role, that was your summary of Critical Role, okay? Uh, but they had a Kickstarter because they wanted to do... Uh, for a long time, they were like, hey, we're all voice actors. We've all done uh, cartoons. We've all done animation. Uh, let's, uh, let's do a Kickstarter for uh, like a 30-minute... A uh, Vox Machina special, which is the Vox Machina is the crew that they that they're named in the on the show, uh, the Legend of Vox Machina animated special. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I think, is a is a good you know that that's a good measuring stick to go. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for studio animation. This is top tier studio animation for this stuff. That's a pretty good price range, actually. So pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So they hit that in the first day. <laughs> Uh, first day of pledges, they hit the seven seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, goal. I think I think an hour into day two, they had already hit a million. It might have hit a million on day one, actually. Now that I think about it, uh, by the time I picked it up, they were at three million dollars. By the time that I had even heard about it, and it was maybe a day after launch, so it was crazy how fast it was. They'd already hit into their stretch goals. Like their stretch goals were, were you know for were for more episodes basically. So you had uh, you had um, uh, I think what they have fully funded is ten full episodes is what they have fully funded right now. So and that was just their stretch goals that they had for that. Uh, but they had episodes one and two, uh, which was going to be the regular one. It was centered around an episode that doesn't really happen on stream. But now 
that they got, they have episodes three, four, five, and six, which is all going to be Briar, the Briarwood arc, which is an arc from the show itself, and then seven, eight, nine, and ten, which is continued uh, from the Briarwood arc, uh, are also funded completely. So we have ten full episodes. Uh, but that what what's crazy is the number that they got for this. They were asking for they were asking for a quarter of a million, three quarters of a million dollars. Three quarters of a million dollars, which seems like it, it, that's a lot of money. That's crazy. You know, it's a lot of money. Um, they ended up getting $11,385,449 uh, from this Kickstarter with 8,880, with 88,887 backers, um, which is just crazy. Like, it, that's nuts. Uh, which, if you, if you kind of think about it, uh, it does. It does make a lot of sense that this got such a big success. They weren't prepared for what a big success this was going to be. Their first stream announcement for this was them just looking slack jawed on camera for about ten minutes because they just had no idea that this was going to be the case. They thought like, yeah, they were very, they were very adamant that they were going to hit the goal to make the special. They 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 said, I think I. They never thought that they weren't going to hit the goal. Uh, but they were like, kind of like, and eh, maybe we'll get stretch goals, which is pretty cool. Well, the fans just kicked the stretch goals to the ground. It was insane. Um, so to break down what they got, basically, uh, after breaking it down, they had the $20 tiers and the $50 tiers. If you don't know how Kickstarter works, uh, I, what rock have you lived under? Uh, but basically you can, you, you can donate within tiers basically, and, and you'll get certain rewards for the, for the tier bases that you, that you, uh, you know. Uh, pledge under uh, from just the twenty dollar and fifty dollar tier backings. Um, uh, the fifty dollar tier backings were actually the least amount of any other backing. Uh, from just those, they were about ninety percent funded. Just from those tier tier funding. Uh, so if you go down to the one hundred dollar tier function, which is the most donations, they got the most donations at the one hundred tier uh, uh, section. Thirty seven. Thousand people, 30, 37,555 people donated $100. That's $3 million right there. Almost four. That's almost $4 million right from that one tier. That is crazy. Like, uh, needless to say, it, it gets crazier from there. 8,000 people donated $200. Uh, 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 800 people uh, donated $300. Uh, which is crazy. Four hundred dollars was four thousand people. Uh, Five hundred dollars was a thousand people, or seventeen hundred actually, so closer to two thousand. Seven fifty thousand people. A thousand dollars, which is like top tier rank stuff. They only had thirty five uh, available slots for that one. Uh, all thirty five backers uh, did that one. Uh, the twenty five hundred. 20 backers was all that they allowed for that one. They hit all of those. 5,000, a limited amount of backers. 10 backers was all that was allowed to, to donate 5,000. All 10 of those are gone. 10,000. 10,000, they had five backers. This is usually for, like, uh, angel donators or, uh, you know, kind of private companies or something like that that want to, you know, have a, have a, have a write-off or something like that. We'll, we'll probably invest in it. This is more of an investor type of situation. But uh, uh, $10,000, they had five slots for that. All five of those, so fifty thousand dollars from that one alone. Twenty thousand dollars, five backers. All five of those. Twenty-five thousand dollars, all five of those backers. Twenty-five thousand dollars, all five of those backers were done. It's crazy. They had to keep putting things 
on the docket to make more things because it was literally like, oh, if we get if we get a million, we'll have a one shot uh, thing afterwards. If we get to one hundred five one point five million, we'll get an additional twenty two minutes of animation. Uh, uh, it's like uh, get another one shot if we hit two million dollars. Oh God, we've hit two fifty. We'll get. They just had to keep adding on things until finally uh, they got to the conclusion of the Briarwoods arc. So uh, the Briarwoods arc is probably a, a more. I don't know if it's the most famous. I'm a new fan to Critical Role. I'm watching them all the time now, but I don't know what the fan gauge is on like favorite storylines or anything like that. But. Uh, but uh, that's a big one. That's a big uh, uh, storyline for especially one of the characters. Uh, but uh, this will be pretty cool. There's no word of like where this is going to air. Um, I assume it'll get picked up by like you can pick it up anywhere. Like Netflix will pick this up in a minute. If you got if you got eight hundred and eighty if you got eighty eight thousand people, almost ninety thousand people really uh, to donate money to this, and millions of people watch this show. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people go to go to shows to meet these guys. Um, you know, you have money on the table if you're if you're Netflix or if you're Prime or if you're any of those companies that are looking for content, looking for content that people will come and 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 see and then buy merch based off of it. You know, it, like you're you're putting money on the table. You're putting money on. You're leaving money on the table if you don't come and 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 get this thing on your on your show or on your network because it's 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 there. It's it's all there. I love it. I love the fact that it was success. I love the fact that it was such a rousing success for these guys. Um, so that was super cool. Uh, I can't wait uh, to see more from these guys. See more. I'm, I'm going to be watching it all the time. Uh, and what's interesting is they have the Vox Machina. That's going to be the first animation, you know, stretch for this stuff. I assume they'll do another one, you know, a couple years later, you know, a couple years from now. They might do one on the Mighty Nine, which is their current uh, campaign that they're running now with these other characters. And that's the ones that I'm endeared to. I would love to see an animated version of the Mighty Nine. Uh, so, uh, oh, and speaking of animation, there's two wonderfully animated opening themes for both Vox Machina and the Mighty Nine, and you should go check them out. They were both independently animated. They're great. Uh, the the Mighty Nine one is spectacular. I absolutely loved it. Um, but that's that's gonna do it, guys. I, I think I've rambled on about Critical Role for as much as I possibly can. Uh, I hope it was interesting to you guys. If you haven't checked out Critical Role, I recommend that you do. It's a bit of a it's it's a bit of a commitment. I will say that if you it's more like. Uh, there is a podcast version of it. If you don't want to watch it on YouTube, there is a podcast version of it, but they stream every Thursday or almost every Thursday, I think. Um, but they stream Thursdays and they just sit down and it's literally three to five hours of them playing D and D. Uh, so if that doesn't interest you at all, then I can't recommend it. But if you like D and D, if you like good acting, if you like, um, you know, if you like good, harmless fun, uh, it's it's great stuff. It really does. They really do a great job of like making these characters like a lot of fun to listen to. So, uh, I recommend, I can recommend it highly. Go check it out. Of course, here's a podcast with maybe, maybe 200 listeners <laughs> telling, uh, uh, go listen to a, a show with millions of listeners, uh, every, every week. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's great. It's phenomenal. I love it. I think it's, uh, I, I, I can't wait for more of it. And, uh, I hope, Everybody else uh, enjoys it as well. And at least watch the animated movies for sure, because that's definitely something you should do. Um, 
But that's going to do it, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks again. Oh, the stuff that I wanted to change, or the stuff that's going to come up. Uh, so uh, I'm going to try a new format for an episode. Uh, it's going to be a very scripted type of format. If that sounds terrible, let me know. Um, I, I wanna I wanna get more feedback from people. People have been sending me uh, uh, messages, which has been a lot of fun. Um, and uh, people have been sending me messages on Facebook. Any anytime anyone sends me a message, man, I, I, I love hearing messages. Uh, send me at brandonanimationdestination.com. Send me at on Facebook. Send me a private message on uh, the Animation Destination uh, page. Send me a tweet. Tweet out to me. I'm I'm sort of on there. Um, uh, but yeah, I love it. I, I I love hearing back from you guys. I think it's great to hear back from you. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I love. Love hearing from you, uh, and I hope to hear from other fans as well. Um, and uh, I'm also going to start uh, dabbling in some drawing and animation as well, so some fan art. Uh, expect some uh, some fan art to be hitting the, the social media stream of my stuff uh, in, in a little while, and I'll probably have a, a, a gallery, an Instagram, or a Tumblr page or something. Maybe not Tumblr. I kind of hate Tumblr. Maybe a DeviantArt. I'm not sure. Um, but I'll get something out there for people to check out, um, and uh, it should be should be pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm starting to starting to draw a little bit more. Starting to dabble in animation a little bit, just some basic animation stuff. So not you know not fully animated things, just little animated gifs. So uh, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy that that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, and also I'm gonna try and be. I'm gonna try and get some more interviews. Um, I've actually I've actually gone back and watched some, listened to some old episodes, and the interview episodes that I did I, I very much enjoy. So I'm gonna be starting to do a lot more of those. So uh, be ready for that. Uh, but that's it. That's gonna do it, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to the Animation Destination podcast. Uh, you can check us out at destinationcomics.com/dnm. Check us out at animationdestination.com. You can also uh, check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and on Twitter at Animation Pod. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Next week, it's Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.